Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I met Gerard through a dear friend and speaking with him was a truly appreciable experience. His journey hasn't been an easy one from India to Melbourne. He's had his challenges and they've been consistent. I do believe that listening to someone share their challenges and speak of the light at the end of the tunnel is something each of us needs at some point in our life. So, here is another motivational katha. If you know someone who can use this assurance to share this lesson. So, in regards to your 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 journey and your your life in Australia, even you know setting up your business what what made you go go there like take this whole shift from india to australia you had your family as well and and what inspired you to or motivated you to keep doing it because of all the challenges especially with immigration um and in in back in the day now going back to to the to the mid 90s uh, basically my family was the last to, to leave india actually and in fact i was the one to head that because most of my dad's side has been in australia for the last 45 uh, 50 years they left in the early late 60s mm-hmm. and now they always wanted us to come to australia um which uh, my mom was pretty um staunch on saying no we'll stay back in india we will do what we have to do and uh, then we'll see what happens and uh, uh, we were actually given uh, our okay as a family to 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 reach australia in this in 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 the 70s and the 80s uh, because at the, that point of time immigration was totally different where uh, you were interviewed in 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 a hotel with one of the embassy staff mm-hmm. and if they looked through your documents uh, they would assess it on the spot we were given 3 months to leave and uh, i still oh. remember my mom, <laughs> yeah and um, i still remember my mom telling my dad no my kids will will leave this country with a master's degree behind them and you know that's the <laughs> so that's that's uh, uh that was what it is and uh, we we in fact uh, um dad's dad side was always pushing for us to come but mm-hmm. um we could never make that decision we were a very close knit family back home we lived in a joint family yeah um okay. my mom was yeah my mom was a principal at the british international school in madras Uh-huh. and and dad of course was a gm of facet um which if you remember in the old days the typewriters the godrich typewriters and the facet typewriters and uh, oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah so that so dad was gm there because dad was also involved in the transfer of technology for this, um uh, ericsons in india uh, they mm-hmm. came with the push button telephones when we were all young at that point of time yep so, or the the tinier ones just with the rubber no, buttons the, the, the square ones with the buttons you know yeah. um oh. <laughs> yeah so he put up a few um uh factory he put up a factory actually in in osur uh to for the uh, for the so the internal parts and then I set up another plastic injection molding in in Madras. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So, yeah, and uh, then, of course, the vacuum cleaners came, uh, which was which is the Ericsson's vacuum cleaners, and it was marketed by Forbes. So, so technology down. progressed with you. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and when I had finished my MBA, um, uh, I actually started as a management trainee with Tata's in Bombay. Okay. And then moved from there. Um, I then worked with... Uh, PASF, uh, which was um, which was doing the in the chemicals in the leather industry. Mm-hmm. So we had sixty three percent of the market at that point of time. Um, uh, so it was a massive market, and then I, I somehow got into real estate in in Bangalore. Oh, uh, we did? were selling, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually stayed in Bangalore. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we were marketing um, real estate projects in. Um, in, in the Gulf region at that point of time. Okay. Uh, and that's how Bangalore became what it is today. In fact, it's a, it's a concrete jungle now, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bangalore was very, very um, green and everyone loved Bangalore at one point yeah. of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we sold out a lot of projects. In, uh, we used to literally uh, live off a suitcase and we used to go for a month or two just selling real estate, uh, lifestyle real estate in Bangalore. Mm-hmm. So, and then at that point of time, I actually got an okay to come to Australia and I was still not, I was still not, I had actually four days on my visa to leave, leave India. Four days. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and yes, I actually left and came to Australia. It was a big, it was totally different uh, because um, it, it was, it was hard yakka after that. <laughs> uh, uh, Australia was totally different at that point of time. Um, because when you come out to a new country, uh, you don't have Australian experience or you're, right. or, or you're uh, overqualified. And uh, so my family being in Australia in the 70s and 70s and 80s or even mm-hmm. the early, late 60s had I, I don't think they were aware of what was changing in the background in 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 the different industries because because um, to be frank with you, at, at, when I, when we came, with, we were, we were technically uh, we we were asked some real hard questions of uh, where did we come from, what what was our oh. how, how how was our uh, how did we learn our English and and stuff but okay. anyway that was that was totally different now the world has changed and yeah. uh, and uh, australia's changed for the better and you can see uh australia and india now have become very very close uh with each other yes and, and, i am, uh, and, i mean uh, i understand that to an extent yeah yeah so um yeah so when when we first when i first came um uh tried to get a job I used, to, I used to go door to door, not asking for a for a job. And now I actually as a GM when I when I came here, so when uh, <laughs> I left India, and um, it was difficult. So my wife came a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I came in in ninety six Feb, and my wife came uh, in in May that year, and okay. uh, she actually got a job before me. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So it was a it it, it was a big uh, challenge. Uh, and then I actually landed up working with working on the production line in Ford. Okay. And yeah, and um, uh, there were opportunities within the company, mm-hmm. but usually um, uh, in Australia they would like to give people who have worked with the company, you know, uh, five ten years to start 
going up the company line. And then there was an assistant manager's position advertised and I actually applied for that. Mm-hmm. I was on hardly six months in the company and, and I did get, I did get, uh, chosen for for that particular position and uh, then there, of course there was you know uh, uh, in in um, in the labor in the labor sector you got mm-hmm. the unions to deal with and you know how can a person come six months and then keep going so wow. that was a turning point in my life um, I still remember I used to work three shifts a day just to you know I used to start at four in the morning, uh, work overtime till about seven, mm-hmm. uh, and then do the general shift from seven fifteen to to four, and then again another shift from four fifteen to six oh six o'clock, <laughs> and and then run and you know try and pick up my wife who had to walk two kilometers, pick up my son at a at a daycare center uh, because it, it was cold at that point of time, and mm-hmm. we had come from India. Uh, and uh, yes, it was uh, it was a, a challenge, but I think that at that point of time, I I decided because I really liked real estate then. And then uh, what happened was um, uh, we went down to uh, the real estate company in the area, mm-hmm. and uh, one of these guys said, "You know, we I'll give you I'll give you the I'll give you the home." It was yeah. a unit, mm-hmm. uh, a start off year, and I, I do understand you come from overseas. And yeah, and I'll tell you the irony about that. Today he works for me. Um, oh. He was, a, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he he actually gave us a home, and we we started our life there. And I went down to the same real estate company and said, "Listen, I would like to do real estate." And they said, mm-hmm. uh, well, "What do you mean you want to do real estate? Uh, you may not be able to." Uh, and of course, it was a bit sarcastic, and you know, people yeah. didn't know you at that point of time, and and. Um, I, I, then I realized that there was a small license to get done to start start off mm-hmm. with, and also realized that there was a, a license after that, uh, which you could own your own business. Mm-hmm. So um, um, I went and I still I went back to the same real estate company and I said, "Listen, uh, I'm going to do my license. If you if you guys need someone, I'll." you can get in touch with me. Yeah. So that that was basically where I think we were going on into 1997 because I started work uh, work in, on the 5th of August, 1996. And mm-hmm. uh, this was closer to uh, the August of 97. And uh, and then what happened was I got a call and, and they said, uh, come and we, we need to speak to you. Uh, at that point of time, it was actually one of the directors who was holding, who were, uh, resigning from the company and actually there was a split in the partnership or mm-hmm. whatever that was. Um, and they said, uh, join the company. And uh, the same gentleman who gave us the, gave us the, uh, our first home, I was working in the same company and, uh, and I had a chat with him and said, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's see what we can do. And uh, they actually put me in an office, which was a failure. Uh, the, that office was, uh, that office was, uh, not performing because it didn't have the right team and and um, and yes we put a team together and and it started to do well mm-hmm. and uh, there was a conversation which i had with with the uh, with the owner of the of the company and i said listen you give us a chance this office will overtake your corporate office and he said ah that I, it'll never happen <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but three years down the track, it did happen. We, we overtook. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was the. But uh, all along the way is uh, what I built was I built a lot of friends, um, and most importantly, not not friends only from India. I built friends in different nationalities and mm-hmm. different communities. You know, the Lebanese, the Greeks, the Italians, yeah. the Australians, and and that's something which uh, which actually. Uh, benef- benefits a person when when they when they when they're in a multicultural ca- country like Australia, mm-hmm. uh, because some people, or what I see some of these days, that they tend to stick only to their community, which, yeah. which sort of uh, reduces their their scope of growth. And uh, absolutely, yes. So then, what I actually left them and then moved on to the city, and I actually uh, was. Uh, con- uh, I, I actually managed the rent roll for one of the biggest companies in Australia, uh, in in Melbourne. Uh, so from there on, it was it was a growth. I, I had people were calling me to to sort of uh, work with them, mm-hmm. and um, and along the way, I did make some mistakes. You know, uh, try to ha- try to help some of the people who actually asked me to work with them, uh, not knowing that they had. Uh, uh, other uh, ideas and um, sometimes business ethics uh, can be uh, can be sort of um, pushed beyond boundaries and uh, <laughs> and that's something which um, I've I've really really learned in Australia uh, mm-hmm. because uh, it could change and um, so so then on and then. It, it eventually started and we started, uh, we started a business in 2002. Mm-hmm. I actually started a business in 2002 and that grew to three offices, actually. That grew to three offices <laughs> uh, and I had 25 staff. Wow. So, um, but um, there was, uh, there was, ex- uh, there was uh, a lot of competition um, and uh, at that point of time, uh, we went through some challenges in our own uh, 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 personal lives because my wife had, had developed cancer. Also, went through all that. Oh yeah, and um, and then what happened? The GFC came in two thousand and eight, and one of uh, our big developers did not tell us exactly. Um, that he was not going to complete the project on on time, mm-hmm. uh, only because he had lost a lot of money uh, on on the market, and um, the project started getting being delayed, and that caused a lot of uh, uh, issues because mm-hmm. we actually factored in and factored in the commissions and paid people in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, this caused the factoring company to say, "Okay, if you, if you can't." Get these get these type of funds back to us now. It'll 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 triple, so the interest triples out automatically. So then, um, mm-hmm. of course, uh, at that point of time, that was one big mistake in my business career where I actually listened to these uh, administrators who technically lied. I said, you know, we'll we'll uh, and and today, even if it's a friend or a person I know is in problems with this business, there's ways and means around it which you don't need to technically involve these administrators, mm-hmm. and uh, because they they are there, they get in, they they destroy the company, they just sell out what can be done, and then and yeah, and and uh, 
but they told me you know yeah the company is good uh, we paid ev- we paid everything to the last day and 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 then um, within 24 hours i had actually all all um, the company was seized um, my i lost six houses i oh was down to nothing <laughs> I mean, it's just like the hits keep on coming. <laughs> it never stops. Yes, yeah, and um, um, and that's and that was one of the uh, well, that was one of the biggest disappointments I had, where people uh, mm. uh, had no idea of how to deal with these guys because these guys said they were going to help assist the company, but they did actually technically sold the company for little or nothing and 25% of the costs, which which my wife and myself could have sort of stopped, sold one of the offices, you know, just got yeah. got things done. Um, and coming from India, then, then you have no idea what you, you want to do the right thing as a businessman and, and, and see things. But that that taught me quite, quite a bit. Um, family disappeared. Fred's disappeared. <laughs> yeah, because you've, you, you've gone from being... One of the biggest in the northwest of um, of Melbourne to to zero in in a few hours. Yeah. yeah. So um, and I told her when I, when when this happened, I said, "Listen, you guys will not be able to run this operation." And they said, "Yeah, we you think we can't run it?" I said, "Yeah, carry on, run it." Mm-hmm. And then within within a month, they came back and said, "You know, you uh, we'll pay you a small amount. Come back and come back and run it." And the only reason I went back to run it was basically um, there was a name to be, mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted everything to be handed over, uh, handed over um, properly. Uh, so, which we went into administration in in Feb two thousand and eight. I actually handed over the company in in uh, September two thousand and eight, totally with, but having nothing. So you've gone through all this, you know. Uh, you know your friends and family when when Absolutely. when people go through the, go through that. Um, then uh, I still remember September nineteen two thousand and eight. Um, uh, I gave I, I handed over the last key, last office, and um, I said, "Okay, time to go back to the workforce." So I started looking around for for a job, mm-hmm. and uh, and I said, and I told myself, "I'm not." I'm not going back into business at all. <laughs> I said, uh, let's uh, let's have a different life. But uh, yeah, so I was called to a job, and, and and they and they said, okay, we have a lot of properties. We want someone to grow it, to make it a, a, a larger company and uh, and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. So by the sixth of October, I was in their office, and um, I started to work with them. And whatever they had told me at the uh, interview. Was absolutely totally different from what when I when I'd landed there because they had no properties and they had and they said no we'll have to start all uh, start from scratch. Wow. <laughs> then and then they tell you, okay, uh, we discussed your salary with you. You'll have to cut it by sixty percent. We can only pay you forty percent of the salary. Oh no. gosh. Uh, yeah. So a person who has lost everything and had nothing, I said, told myself, I told my wife, I said, this is, my wife said, no, you do what you ought to do. See what, yeah. what has to be done. And she's been my rock all, all through, all through this. Uh, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll take, I'll take charge of it. And within three months, I actually took charge of the entire operations and we built quite a bit of quite a big company. Um, 
in in the next 15 18 months <laughs> and and uh, uh, it it actually had a ripple effect because that's uh, i could say 13 years down the track that same company today um mm-hmm. because we started it um, and then they were actually looking for a f- uh, funds injection which means the um the asset which i had built had to be sold so you're technically pushing yourself your own employment mm-hmm. and uh, so then i said okay uh, let's let's sell it and because they they needed they needed half a million to start their operations uh, especially because it was a specialized investment selling company mm-hmm. and uh, usually when uh, uh, in a real estate company in melbourne or in australia uh the asset of the company is the is the number of properties they manage so it's called a rent roll so the number of properties is whether it's 200 or 300 or so i had actually in 18 months built them 350 properties and <laughs> and uh, yeah and um um and then what happened was i we couldn't they couldn't sell it for about two or three months and then i said listen uh just get some um support for me admin support for me in the office i'll mm-hmm. go out and try and sell the company unfortunately i i did find a buyer within a week or two mm-hmm. and we sold the company for uh, half a million at that point of time and and technically they got their got their uh funds to start the investment selling division okay okay and and then i said okay i've done everything i've actually handed over the entire asset to another company mm-hmm. and i technically left that company and and drove home but uh, and i said okay now it looks at me i have to start all over again because i was only building other people's companies yeah, yeah. and and um uh, but then i told also told myself i was not going to get back in business because uh, because of the past but uh, you know uh, sometimes when god has something for you 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 can <laughs> never run you can never run yeah. uh, so you know in a week or two the uh, i actually took a break for a week or two because i was i was really uh, uh tired and mentally tired at that point of time mm-hmm. and this was close to uh this was in 2011 okay and and um then i um responded to an ad in the papers mm-hmm. uh and i went for this interview uh, it said you know you needed a person to build a company and i said okay i'll try and build a company for you and and when i had finished that uh interview i actually came out as a 50% partner Um, so and then we and then of course um you never believe that business i literally started in in my garage bigger <laughs> 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 uh but uh, and then we uh, then we started growing that business and um and i think at that point of time and then again it was a business trans it was a you know a partnership right mm-hmm. which which eventually um I think it ran for a year or year year and a half two years and then my son was just uh, f- um coming out of uni and he was 17 years at that point of time and he, and he and he came and told me he said you know uh you know when people go to when 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 people start university they need some extra money so he said okay I'll come <laughs> and do your inspections and so uh I said okay uh because uh, the company was in in Melbourne CBD and uh, the right. uni which was going to RMIT then it was uh, was just down the road from there and he he is actually an accountant uh, he he started to finish his accountancy and and okay. then he, and he said uh, uh I'll I'll come and help you 
So it carried on and uh, he used to come at three o'clock in the afternoon and do inspections because we, mm-hmm. the model, our model was different. Like if, if you see in, even in, if you, if you look in Canada, some of the uh, uh, real estate companies, they, they control a particular suburb or a few suburbs mm-hmm. together. But what, what our operations are doing, it's, it's actually uh, almost the length and breadth of Melbourne um, with the exception okay. of the Eastern side of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and this was the this was the this was the start of stuff and uh, we were we were covering um people were wondering how because uh, and i explained i explained to you the investment side they, uh, when investors buy properties in in melbourne they don't only just buy in one suburb they buy in a few different suburbs and mm-hmm. it could be in the southeast or it could be in the northwest could be in the north and um and melbourne uh, the way melbourne's design uh, the road structure and all it's it's pretty easy to, to if, if if you know how to, how to how to use that location you can you can actually extend long um, long uh, at least 200 kilometers on each side on each side mm-hmm. so anyway so um uh, we started growing the company my my, my uh, son also contributed to the uh, we used to technically do something like 45 50 opens on one day in a day on a on a weekend uh, on a Saturday we start and uh, uh, we used to drive two three hundred kilometers a, a day sometimes just to build a company and um, as time went on uh, with a business partner the business partner was supposed to bring in so many a number of properties it was mm-hmm. agreed that once the company reaches five hundred properties uh, you know it'll it'll decide whether we buy out each other or what the story was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't it didn't happen. He started he started asking for a lot of money. So um, when was this? This was in 2018. Yeah, about 18, 17, 18. Okay. Uh, my 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 son actually borrowed my business partner for a million dollars, <laughs> which which was which was basically not. I mean, he he could not even claim. Uh, and we offered him half a million for doing nothing, and and still he, he, he and this is the this is what is I, I mean to businessmen, you've got to be very very careful mm-hmm. with people. You know they are this excellent people at the start. They they see the growth coming through. They promise that they'll bring the growth, and then one person becomes the, uh, the uh, in in the slave performer. And yeah. everyone sits back and this takes profit. So for for almost five years, he was doing that. Uh, or four or five years, he was just, just wanting his profits. And that's about it. And then my, my, my son said, listen, we need to ask him. We need to ask him to hand over the company to us or yeah. we start another company. And he started, you know, um, whatever we would. And as gentlemen, we, we discussed stuff and we agreed on stuff and mm-hmm. And of course, there was never a, an agreement in place to say, um, okay, this was going to happen. But even the accountants knew what was the agreement between both of us. So even the accountants failed us where there could have been a, a shareholder agreement in place. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why I, I talk to a lot of people who go into business um, partnerships, that there needs to be an agreement in place. Um, only because uh, human beings yeah. can change. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I've seen a lot of friends also getting destroyed uh, 
just because of, uh, I would say it's human greed or it's the love of money. And there's no, there's no, um, uh, I was ethics as far as that is concerned. And, um, but um, it was, it was, it was a big challenge and we literally got them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the only way we got them out was uh, we told ourselves uh, he wasn't coming to the table. We said, okay. So we started another company and my son resigned from from the company. So the day my son resigned from the company, he realized we're going to eat him up. So he came to the table and, and, and asked for the highest price possible. Mm-hmm. And at that point of time, uh, we had put in too much of effort into the company and mm-hmm. we said, just pay him out and, and we'll see how best we go through for the next few years. Mm-hmm. But I must say God was on our side. And, uh, and I think I always say God gave us this business and he, he brought us from, from a garage. And from the day he moved out, we are we, we have grown so fast uh, because basically um, a lot of people wonder how my son and myself are so close with each other and, and still so different. <laughs> uh, uh, when we sit on a table, we we know exactly what's happening, and and yeah. and and that's and that's. Uh, in fact, I have handed over the company to him, and, and uh, there's no use of handing over the company when you're old. Uh, so he's <laughs> taking the razor. <laughs> so he's he's the director of the group now, and uh, so he said, uh, "I what are you?" are you retiring? I said, no, I am not retiring. I said, I will work till the day I die, but <laughs> I, I will just, I, I, I don't need to uh, hold the reins at the moment. You can hold the reins. You've, you've, mm-hmm. you've earned it. You've, you've stood by the company for more than in excess of 13 years and t- time for you to, um, he's 27 at the moment. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I think I'll, I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with you. So, and um, yeah, God has been very good to us, and uh, we have got a brand. We compete with the biggest of franchises in Melbourne. Um, uh, we extend from uh, the southeast to the northwest, uh, and into the region of Ballarat and Bendigo. Mm-hmm. And uh, people wonder uh, if you if you check my website, you'll see. Yeah. Uh, at any given point of time, uh, as far as managements are concerned, because uh, uh, there's about 90 properties there at all times, and we open these properties almost twice or thrice a week, 90, nine, 90 properties are open. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we A lot of investment companies come to us and say, listen, uh, because um, um, clients buy in Melbourne and they buy outside Melbourne also. So, okay. uh, so the so the advantage is they 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 look they are talking to the same company. Yes, it'll be a different property manager, but most of our property managers have stayed with us for a long time. One because they've some of them have worked with me fifteen years ago. Some of them I have trained when they were twenty years of age, and today they uh, and uh, and that and that was the reason why I was saying uh, young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, most of the young people I trained are all with me today, and um, and yes, even my old bosses uh, with uh, with 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 me at the moment. Uh, and um, I've even got back my first office, which I when I first came to Australia in '97. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, so uh, at the he called and told me, "Listen, uh, we are we are downsizing." Mm-hmm. Uh, we are moving into one office. Would you like? I, I, mean, I know you, you you've got quite a 
bit of properties in the area. Would you want an office? Mm-hmm. I said, definitely, I'll take my old office. I said, so I've, I've got that office also. So, yes, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been <laughs> challenges, um, but it's also um, been a very big learning curve. Um, yeah. And it's also a learning curve both in business and uh, I would say uh, human human uh, behavior and uh, <laughs> I, but uh, yeah all good and um, today we today we are on track uh, possibly to even touch the 2500 properties under management and um, and we're looking for additional offices um, we're just trying most of the team is young uh, and the age group range, ranges between 19 and 35 i'm the older one there and uh, <laughs> Yeah, but all of them. I mean, I've got a good team, and uh, yeah. and and um, yeah. So that's that's been our road, and um, it it's been hard, but at the same time, it's been very very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you when you're up against the big, uh, the big wigs in business, and they realize, oh, you are you are there also. So yeah. there's been that's and and we're trying to build a brand and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um to make this comment i mean i mean i uh, we are we have been in australia about 25 years but we originated from india and um, our company is the only indian company in melbourne to have four offices which are fully owned by us not a franchise not, yeah and uh, um that gives me a lot of uh, satisfaction because i know what my parents did for us and the oh, sacrifices definitely. they made i can imagine yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, the sacrifices they made because there was, I mean, there needs to be something uh, out of, out of what, all that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and that's what I'm, it's, it's not only me, it's, it's the, God, it's, it's the, God, it's the heavenly factor also, which plays a vital role. And, uh, and I think there's always a third person watching over all what, what's happening <laughs> and uh, you do the right thing. You'll get where you have to get. So, so on our last call, we you did discuss uh, we did discuss briefly that you've been involved a lot with the younger crowd, and yeah. also with um, I don't know if this is the right word, but the church. Yeah. Um, so what what is that about, and what what makes you what what made you want to connect with the younger generation? Okay, um, I have got a lot of. Um... Um, moving, moving through in in life in Melbourne, there's a lot of channel challenges for the younger people. Mm-hmm. Uh, much bigger challenges than when we were young. We 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 live carefree, carefree lives today. Today there's a lot of uh, a lot of challenges for the uh, for the youngsters. Uh, you'll find a lot of them depressed. A lot of them, you know, uh, apart from being depressed, have no one to speak to, have no one to confide in, no one to. Uh, because uh, uh, to be frank with you, I mean, it, I mean, India also will have this, but here a lot of them come. A lot of the, some of the parents uh, are actually breaking up their marriages. The mm. and then and then um, and I've got a lot of. Uh, I mean, I, I've got I've got a few classmates who have been with me uh, from grade one, <laughs> and uh, in 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 from from India, mm-hmm. and. And some of them have, you know, separated and, you know, uh, sometimes a, a single child has f- 
two sets of parents or four sets of parents. So you know what I mean? It's, oh, it's, gosh. <laughs> uh, uh, the mother has, uh, the mother has a partner, the father has a partner and those parts, you know, it's, it's, it just goes on. Right. And, yeah. and, and, um, Australia throws a lot of challenges to the young. And, uh, and, uh, so what wish to be, um, uh, they were friends to my fr- friends, to my son. And, uh, and of course, uh, we used to ask them to come home and, uh, and, and my da- dad taught me something back home. Mm-hmm. He always said, you guys want to have a good time, come home, sit in the house. You want to have a drink? I'll give you a drink, <laughs> but don't go out on the road and, 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 and sort of, uh, misbehave you guys yourselves yeah. and all that so I actually brought that right through mm-hmm. with all the youngsters and whatever whoever I could help and and a lot of them you know today are shining because um, they had their challenges you know mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. and and uh, personally um, and, and um, so they used to come home uh, they come and uh, have a meal with us um, have a drink with us and we were a small family because I've only got one son mm-hmm. and uh, and my father stays with me um, after my mother died in 97 uh, my mm-hmm. father came over here and um, to the very fact that we even ride motorcycles along with them so uh, <laughs> my wife and myself yeah uh, it's only to keep them safe and and yeah. and uh, be a, a, a support to them because a lot of the youngsters have a lot of talent. Sometimes you just need to bring those talents out, and uh, and 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 they will excel. So that's yeah. Coming to the part of the church, well, yes, I've been involved in church, uh, a few churches here in Melbourne. Um, I was involved in building a church. I had a lot of issues uh, um, when I was building the church. Um, you know. Uh, members of the community did not want a church to be built, thinking that the church were church was supporting, you know, the youngsters or, who were on drugs or uh, had a, a mental issues. They were not realizing that the church was a community-based uh, uh, service where, mm-hmm. where people hurting could always come and do stuff. And uh, actually, there was a case where I had to literally deal with 250 objections. And um, I've seen that through. It took me a period of four or five years, but it was challenging. And uh, uh, now there are three three churches running. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, I have I support. We are, our company supports one in Sri Lanka also. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of uh, uh, classmates of mine who are also in in the ministry. So. Yes, uh, I have gone down to the refugee camps in Rameshwaram and and uh, in Rameshwaram, and I've gone to, uh, uh, even I've traveled to Sri Lanka just to see how best you know uh, help could be given from here uh, mm-hmm. through the churches. You know, people uh, can fund something uh, for the kids so that the feeding program run properly. You know, food is given to kids once a day, um, but those are the things we were involved with here. Yeah. Um, how 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 do youngsters connect with um, contributing to community or society in the sense that when you talk about how you've been involved with refugee camps and people who are far worse who are in far worse conditions, so youngsters these days there is a definite shift from say ten years ago of how they think and how they deal with life. 
And because of the the way, um, for a lack of a better word, the, the superficiality of how everything works right now, um, there is so much of stress, and you know they're very they're very insecure to even identify with their true self. So it, with all of this, how how does how does one get through to them and uh, it's uh, difficult. You know, bring it's them very to? Difficult. It is very difficult. Yeah. So how how do you manage to do that? It, um, uh, the only uh, the uh, the only way is to gain their gain their re- gain their respect. Number one, because basically some people do not even want to spend the time to talk to them. Mm. Uh, so uh, you know, so even with the youngsters working with me, I walk into the office, uh, you know, and say. How are you going today? Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm fine. I said I don't. I don't think you're fine today. Mm-hmm. When I come back and I'll I'll, I'll speak. I'll speak to you. Then they come back. And, How do you know that I'm not fine? I said, uh, listen, <laughs> body language tells me. Uh, the smile tells me. Everything yeah. tells. Hey, uh, I mean, and and yes, the the world has changed so much to this artificial stuff. Where mm-hmm. you know, on social media, people want to portray that they are, they they. They, everything is good yeah but there's a there's a big there's a big wall where there's there's that much of um sadness um uh, on different on different on different uh aspects of their life you know um and um i i i still i still feel that you know once you have the time to at least sit down and you're able to identify what is mm. the problem um I can give you a, I can I can um, give you a, uh, an example. There was a lady who joined us. Um, she had a master's in communications and and um, and journalism. Mm-hmm. And um, when she came for an interview, it was actually for a for a receptionist's role. Okay. And and she was just not she was just not talking at the at the uh, at the interview. And I was I was I was trying to talk to her. She was giving me short answers. But okay. something told me uh, you know just just give this person a, a chance. A, a chance. Yeah. Uh, uh, because anyone else had sat at that interview and said okay this person doesn't want to, does not want to even mm. talk properly. Oh it was just uh, today she is my sales manager, marketing and communications. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, and she always says, you know, when I first joined the company, uh, I technically uh, did not like, hated you and and and, <laughs> and your son. I said, yeah, uh, um, no, because you're 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 a, you're you're a totally different, uh, totally different, because basically you're always performance based and this and that. I said, yes. But we're also human beings to support one another, and that she said it took me some time to realize that that realize I could come and sit down and, and 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 come and sit down with guys. Uh, you know, uh, I'm the type of person during during the nine thirty to five thirty. I always tell them, listen, leave those problems mm. out of the door. Let's because today the demands from the from clients of any business, they are not worried about your your problems. They are worried about no. their own problems. They want their stuff done first. Mm-hmm. So if we if we can if we could uh, um, service those wants of what they want, mm-hmm. I said after five thirty we are full family ourselves. 
Right. We can sit down. We the, there's no time. Even if you have to go the whole night through, sit down mm-hmm. to sort a problem personally. What the story is, we'll go the whole night through. We'll order some. We'll order some dinner. We'll uh, you can have a wine, no problem. But let's sit down and talk and let's let's clear this issue mm. because and and that's how I've been. We've been dealing with stuff. And uh, to be frank with you, most of my offices um, they do groceries. Uh, once every two weeks okay. so it's 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 their second home so there's no of them bringing their lunch or bringing this if they want some snacks they got it there they want they they want some noodles they have the noodles there they want biscuits go and have it it's <laughs> it's uh, uh and people are, people ask us oh, why do you do, do this i said no i mean if we all are not a family together i mean uh um I mean, we're not just employ, employer and employee. I mean, we are. And you're spending we, we that much have, of time each day with that yeah. group of people. You may as well connect on a, you know. Connect, yeah. yeah. So that that's the way, and um, yes, and and this is this is a whole um, scenario which which the young people face. Mm-hmm. Um, it it can be challenging. I've seen some challenges of young people. It's 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 it is. Uh, it is daunting at times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so if we can't help as, I mean, I mean, not that we have not, we have not had our challenges and, and, <laughs> and real stuff. I've, if we, if, if we're only going to be worried about ourselves, then the world is never going to change. Yes. The world is changing for the worst these days, but yeah. uh, you know, they're just worried about themselves and, uh, and, and it doesn't have, I mean, uh, it, uh, the concern factor and the caring factor is slowly, mm. um, diminishing yeah uh, but as long as we live i mean whatever wherever we could we can reach we can mm-hmm. do something and uh, and and the rest we can't control you can never uh, <laughs> <laughs> so currently um just just to you know give them a little more information about immigration to australia and what that ha- you know the challenges that can entail um what do you think that how do you think that um youngsters or anybody wanting to move to australia i've i've heard it's it's quite challenging australia and new zealand right now it's it's been difficult for a few years in fact to get prs and citizenships so what what do you suggest if not australia then where else would be best i uh, to be frank with you i'm uh, i i i have helped a lot of and and I uh, want to answer that question very directly. I am actually disappointed with the uh, with the immigration policy of, of Australia, current immigration policy of Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason being, uh, it it was a lot different earlier. Um, people, it was much easier. I mean, people were assessed on what. Uh, I mean, we we Indians, for example, when we came, uh, if you've got a master's degree, you, you are assessed on a master's degree or. or right or equivalent standards but what has happened is it's this whole thing has changed uh where now there's supposed to be an invitation of you know whether you you can stay back i've had and that is another massive challenge for all our youngsters coming from india mm-hmm. um, and i think countries like canada now are saying okay australia is turning their backs on you yeah we'll take you so a lot of people are are turning towards canada uh new zealand is a much uh, new zealand is much easier to come through now because okay. um uh i think 
when they get their PR in New Zealand, they are allowed to cross the border. They co- they call it cross the ditch, but it's yeah to cross the border. <laughs> uh, uh, and um, Melbourne is uh, I, I forget what Melbourne, Australia itself is is wanting people to uh, to settle down in regional areas, and that's the reason why today a lot of real estate uh, has been. Uh, allowed, I mean, uh, the real estate developments are allowed in regional areas like Ballarat and Bendigo, which was the older towns before, mm-hmm. uh, uh, because they want to improve the infrastructure there. Because Australia, if you look at Australia, it's 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 Melbourne, Sydney, but then of course Darwin to a certain extent, and Queensland. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the rest of the other stuff, it's, it's it's a bit of farming and 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 there's not much jobs in the regional areas, so I think we need to get our act together because if if, <laughs> if we're wanting people to live in regional areas, then the infrastructures have to be developed. There's no use of us, you know, saying bring the people in and yeah. and not providing for it because it's it is it is it is just a scenario where. Engineers and doctors and nurses sometimes can't even get a job, and they're driving Ubers. Of course, when we came, I always I spoke to one of the gentlemen who was is an engineer. I said, you know, one thing: at least today you can get an Uber, you can drive an Uber. When we came, we had nothing. Right. There was there. The Uber was never there. At least if if it was there, <laughs> at least we could we could, we we could have started earning some money. You know, something. <laughs> But it is it is uh, it is a situation. Um, actually, um, one of the people, one of my classmates, actually in uh, in Loyola, he runs a successful um, uh, called Delinga Consultants, which is basically all over um, India. I think there's one in Bangalore, one in Coimbatore, Madras. But it's it's a sad case of affairs where you know. Uh, let's face fact: you're not allowing uh, students to come back in. Number one, mm-hmm. because now, of course, now, um, but the, the students could have been allowed to come back in. Now, most of them are going to defer their courses mm-hmm. uh, until next year. And uh, uh, let me be very, very clear: Australia, you know, is mineral rich. Uh, uh, it's customer service, and then it's real estate. Other than that, um, yes, you've got the IT side, which is there, and um, which a lot of people used to come from India mm-hmm. to do the ID. Uh, I mean, the, because the reason being my company used to give uh, uh, banks like National and, uh, and ANZ a lot, a lot of properties only because uh, they had a lot of employees coming from, from Hyderabad, Madras, Bombay, okay. uh, Delhi, just, just to do uh, ID projects. Mm-hmm. And they were all well-funded. All that is dried. All that is dried up. Uh, and I only hope the economy can keep moving because uh, what people say and what's happening, what we, we, we see it, uh, we as real estate people see it every every day, what's mm-hmm. happening. People, can't, people uh, can't get jobs. People can't afford to stay. Uh, yeah. And I mean, uh, this one thing, I, I, I do understand it, but I still fail to understand it because education that we get from India, even masters and, you know, double degrees and all of that, when you step out of that land, it is assessed in a totally different way that it's not even equivalent to what it is in India. 
it's a lot lower like even in canada right now i was just you know having to go through my pr process and any my i mean i haven't done a, a masters degree but i was just looking through i was researching you you literally have to do maybe two masters and you're still not equivalent to the masters yet you achieve here in canada so is it the same thing i mean it could be the same thing well, there right? i i i'm 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 one of those problems because when i came here first um yeah. um they assessed my uh mba mm. as 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 a, a bachelor's degree and i i told them i said Uh, do you know where i've got done this this stuff and uh, and and in fact i can actually show you a letter 6 mm-hmm. months later um and i'm talking way back in 97 98 and they write to me and said sorry we made a mistake mm-hmm. you on you on level of 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 an australian masters but it's too late people uh, you, you you it's come two year two two years too late yeah. you're running around for a job you're running to settle down and you've got a point i think there needs to be a lot more um uh, knowledge mm. from the educational side of it uh, to know what india does um but on the same time um uh, there is a little difference uh year they want you to be uh in india is sometimes you know extends uh, intensive book knowledge and and projects and all that uh here they want you to be hands on right. um uh and and that's where uh there needs to, there's a balance which needs to be struck between both countries and um as far as it, uh the the level of uh, study goes yes it they need to come to a to a to a sort of a balance there because mm-hmm. um uh i've also have uh, people mm-hmm. i employ from india who mm-hmm. come here and doing their mba and i tell the i tell those people i said you left india and you and you've come here and what we what we people once you leave india and come here you you sort of the conference levels drop and I, and, and 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 i ask them why should your conference level drop yeah uh no you know the uh, it i said no the, the the way you're looking at it it's mm-hmm. it's totally different there's opportunities here unless you put your foot forward and start moving towards exactly. that mm-hmm. um you're not going to you're not going to overcome that uh that in that con- that that conference insecurity level mm-hmm. uh which 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 you i mean there's no use of you being an excellent student and you're telling us this and 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 uh um yeah i've had some real uh conversations with with some of the youngsters some of them are working with me and mm-hmm. and i've and i've said and i've and i've given them some deadlines i said you know you know one thing uh in this country you don't have a person who's going to drive you to uni so you better get in that car and start learning to drive right. and start getting independent uh and if you're not going to get it uh, get in that car uh, we will organize it for a driving instructor to come here pick you up and teach you to drive because mm-hmm. basically uh Australia's I mean you you'll find it in Canada if you don't have a car you just you and you just zero it's yeah. just uh uh and people tend to, and then and then they find that they are not able to push themselves to the next level only because they 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 can't get to different locations right uh, and 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 of course they've got to understand that uh I think this whole thing about leaving uh, don't get me wrong India's a, India's a, I still love India 
it is a fantastic country, right? Yeah. Uh, I like the competition there. Uh, it, it's it's there, but at the same time, um, when you're out of India, that doesn't mean to say you are one level lower than the next than the country you've 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 you've, mm-hmm. you've come to. In fact, you've got a lot of ammunition to to take that first step and keep moving from what we have right. been taught back mm-hmm. home because of the level of education there. So, um, and uh, and yes, I agree with you. Uh, there's some balance which needs to be struck and I've seen mm-hmm. it happen very, very rarely. Uh, it's very common, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely hoping that this... Um, gives it gives the listeners and the youngsters especially an idea of you know how to the extent of challenges that they could face and the variety of challenges they could face and and still be able to go ahead you just they just need to research and keep that that faith i be, i feel that to keep going and to just get what you want right and uh, make the effort to do it yeah uh, faith is most important Whatever, whatever, whatever background they come from, faith is most important. Uh, the second thing is 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 to uh, first know that uh, each one of them are a light in their a light to the world. Yes. They have got yes. to allow, allow that light to shine for it to to sort of cater to to what the yes. world wants or what I they want. Right? Feel right now, especially over the past few years, they. They really need to be able to let that light come in to themselves yes. first, and then, and and I, I really hope that somehow I'm able to connect with more people in that aspect. That is ultimately the intention of the podcast, because you are a light in your own life. You know, you cannot live a life dependent on external factors to show you the way or show you the, the that light. It's all within you. You know, everything, yeah. everything you seek outside of you is already here within you. Yeah. You just need to connect there and trust yourself that you can do it. <laughs> very much, very much. Yeah, you'll be you, sometimes, sometimes it's difficult that you'll be really down, but it, it, it's just you, and I, I, that's why I always tell the young people, yes, you'll have your bad day. Yes, you'll have the day which you cannot, you will not be able to think. Mm. Take a few steps back. Spend some time in prayer. Then say, "Okay, let's go. Let's 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 look at what are the options available. If you, if there's no options available, discuss it. Let's 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 see what we can do. And that's the only way it is. And, and sometimes it's difficult. It is sometimes very very difficult. Mm. Um, and this whole pandemic has just made it all the more difficult for a lot of people. And uh, I only hope that." Uh, this whole world changes and changes for the better. And, uh, for the better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, yeah. Gerard, I do believe that there is an abundance of resources in the Very world. Much. You know, th- th- no matter what economy looks like, there is still an abundance. You can find it. It's just, you know, concentrated in certain spaces because people have been able to identify the best way to get those um, saturated in their area around themselves, but you just need to be able to not look at it as a challenge, but just you know uh, understand understand what needs to be done, the steps to get there. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. 
talking about that challenge you know you know there's one there's one whole uh, point here we tend to come from a country we tend to listen to our own people mm. <laughs> not uh not uh try to uh, not no and and therefore there's always absence of them trying not having other friends yes. other other from different other um nationalities yes. um and that's where the closed type of thinking happens and and that's where they don't uh, the the uh, they, uh, people can't think out of the box and they say oh you know this person came from india this is what happened it it's got to, it'll happen this right, way right it doesn't even, it, it's yeah, yeah even coming you know you you travel thousands of kilometers away from one place to another but still you want to be stuck to that community of people and you yeah. believe that that is going to help you survive not not necessarily and that i feel that 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 whole um cocoon co- way of living and thinking happens even here like even in canada my experience here has been um surprising to an extent because i came with the the, the excitement to to meet uh, new people and interact with the culture and learn more but the people here themselves are so um they'd rather they'd rather connect with if 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 you sound if you speak english like them and you sound like them they are a lot more comfortable connecting with you but if your english doesn't sound canadian then you know they're hesitant they don't want to they have their own concept and their own lifestyle and everything they live a very very pampered lifestyle everything is easy access you know and if, even though they don't have the maid system that we have everything is so um so uh i don't know i i can't use a better word than pampered it's it's just the way that they are it the slightest difficulty in a day drains them completely they cannot uh, deal with it and then they get agitated and they get uh, frustrated it's it's just a small hurdle it happens it's it's part of your day it's going to come it's going to come and you just yeah. got to you know yeah. they get depressed they get stressed they get agitated they take pills they do all of these things why why do you need to do so much but that's just the way they've literally been living it's it's so commercial lifestyle here is so commercial every part of your day and they're so dependent on all these extra extra things that they need that they think they need actually but you don't actually need it need it yeah it's it's it, it was um it took me a while to actually even so i had to take a step back with with my effort to want to connect with the crowd here i literally had to take a step back and r- realize that uh, um there are certain the age groups there are certain age groups that you can connect with because they're more comfortable with themselves and they're all right to connect with you but the rest of the crowd especially the youngsters uh youngsters millennials you know um a little, little 18 to 30 35 they really uh it's something else it's like a barbie lifestyle yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't i don't want to sound rude but it's literally like a you know everything is very um it's just that way and uh yeah it took me some time to really really so i just had to you know let it go and i was like all right if this is not going to work with my effort i just will uh, take it as it comes you know i've build relationships as they come because they need to be comfortable to connect with me 
I can I can go out of my way to build that trust and thing. But if they don't want to, if they think that I'm trying too hard, then again, that's not going to be a genuine relationship. It's not going to be long term. So that's too much of an invest in, investment of time and energy for me as well. So yeah, it's 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 quite interesting. I mean, the the closed concept of thinking that we have again is one extreme. Here it's another extreme. But uh, but yeah, it's it's. Yeah. It's, yeah and uh, i think i think the digital the digital world is also making it that way it's just that you know how everyone portrays themselves they all want to follow those but those type of people they connect they with just, you better yeah, on instagram yeah. and facebook but in person they don't know how to talk to you <laughs> no that, that that's that uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah uh, and 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 um there were there are some people i i some of my friends and their uh, daughters or their sons. And I, I asked the question, do you, do you really need to post these things on Facebook? I said, <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and uh, I get some vague answers, but you know, I have to, I have, no, it's, we're just not doing this. It's, you know, we just uh, put up, I said, you don't need to, you don't need to tell the, I mean, you know, if you gain anything from that, oh. that's fine. Yeah. Use it, use it, use it, use it as a, as a feature where, and that's, uh, I always tell people, the digital world is there is for the business side of it. It's, it's for bringing awareness. It's, right. it's for, it's for contributing some, but I think that uh, the, what the whole world is turned to, mm. is more about me, about me, how, how much I, what acceptance. So it's, 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 it's sort of, creating a mental attribute that, you know, I need to have so much of appreciation or so many, so much of likes and so much of it's, it's, uh, yeah. You, if you look on YouTube itself, you know, people, people oh. talk about, a, talk about as a message or something like that. You've got these thumbs ups and thumbs down. <laughs> the poor guy or the poor girl, lady is trying to actually give you something to learn from. Exactly. And you just—it's like a slap in the face, and it's—it's uh, <laughs> uh, it's more like it's more like people are able to project their frustrations through social media because they're actually very conscious and they're very um, uh, nervous to communicate in person, like to have a verbal conversation, and they wouldn't share a negative uh, comment or negative opinions very openly, except for a some for some of them. They're, they're hesitant to do it in person. So when you don't have to see someone face to face, it's easier for them to scream on social media and share their frustrations there and, you know, just make someone else the reason for their frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> those uh, I I call those people keyboard warriors um, because we uh, uh, because basically we have that issue with Google reviews, mm, which, which mm. I'm not a very good fan of it because we have a vast a, a large business, mm. and when you pull mm. someone up and say that they're not right, they're the first thing they get on Google review and give you a one or two star and, and Oh, this person's uh, rude. And this, I had a case recently and it was it uh, a case, this lady um, COVID struck and um, the, uh, the government passed a law that you could go, at, you could approach the landlords to give you a rent reduction. This lady got a rental reduction from us, from one of my property manager, or one of my senior people. Mm -hmm. She actually got about thirteen thousand dollars in in uh, in rent reduction for for about eight oh months, God. right? And um, then she asked for a ledger, and uh, we told her a ledger. Um, 
oh, this should have been a rent reduction. So we told her, okay, give us some time. Uh, we'll go through your ledgers. We'll check with the uh, check with the owner, mm-hmm. cross check all the deposits through. She literally, actually, literally destroyed this, almost destroyed this property manager with a with with um, calling her incompetent and calling her all oh. sorts of things. Right now, this property manager was not strong, and I thought mm. I said this. She absolutely keyboard warrior. Then. She sent me an email and I wrote to her, I said, give us another 48 hours, I'll come back. She literally tried to destroy me. And I, 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 I said, wait, this lady is going to play, in our, play into our hands. And right enough, mm-hmm. after all this is done and we proved to her that she was wrong, yeah. she gave us, a, she, she actually left the property. She wanted to leave the property. And guess what? She walks right into my office and I have to take the keys from her. And she, so I wanted, I want, and then we we were anticipating that this particular lady is going to literally um, go ballistic on Google reviews. So we, I, I told, I told my, I told the team, I said, if she did this on Google reviews, I will tear her to pieces and actually open up everything on Google reviews because Google reviews can be good for something, but Google yeah. reviews can also be very destructive. And I said, you know what, time has come for someone to lead this whole revolution and, and go back to these people who are keyboard warriors mm-hmm. and tear them. Because uh, this is, this is what I'm, and I spoke to my wife, my, my wife said, this relax, <laughs> this relax. And, uh, because my wife also in the IT, she said, uh, you know, and right enough, she's, she's moved to, a, she's, she's actually gone to another state. Oh. That's the state of. That's another. That's the state of the state of uh, people who, mm. you know, they knew. Uh, she knew that we were going to come. We we were literally going to prove that she is wrong. Yeah. She. We proved her that she was wrong. She <laughs> could not bear that. And so the best thing is to go to some other place, not in because uh, another agent. If she takes a property to another agent, mm. that agent will have to check with us. So she's gone to another uh-huh. state. And. Uh, you know, my property manager could have actually uh, been mentally toned. I read the whole debate. I said, you know what, don't worry about this. Just let's let's forget about it. Fortunately, mm-hmm. she was a bit more um, experienced to mm-hmm. take all this. People do they, today are, uh, they just, they can sit behind a keyboard and hammer you. But yeah. as you say, uh, to be um, available across the table and to to have a proper discussion yeah. and proper uh, and take a proper res- a res- I mean, have a resolution to a problem. Th- those days have gone. They, they just they just want to either lift you up or they destroy you. That's all. Simple as that. Literally, yeah. yeah. So th- it's 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 a case coming from all over, and 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 sometimes I I really I really feel uh, uh, we come from a country where there's principles and mm. and respect and. It, it, it's till you flip that switch and, and go back hard, mm. um, you're not going to get anywhere. You're just yeah. not going to get anywhere. And you will see it in your own, in Canada itself. If you don't get, if you're not on their terms, you're, you're just not going to achieve any, any, any sort of uh, um, success there. It's, it's, it's a question of, okay, if you, if you're good at your work, okay, I've, I've come from India, forget about it. Let me, let me see if I can compete with you. No problem. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a it's a it's uh, today it's a it's a world of just uh, 
performance, performance, and all, and and sometimes, and that's the reason why there's so much of mental illness all over. In fact, uh, the budget, the government today has come up with massive budgets, mental illness. It is massive in Australia at the moment, yeah. and I don't know what's happening there, but but it is massive. It's it's because of people's acceptance. Yeah, yeah, and the government, the government's very smart. They know how to get around and get things. Yeah. Um, I mean, done. You know, under the blanket, uh, even with such um, dire situations. So, I don't know. I, I, I when people when people talk about uh, how wonderful their governments are uh, and they live such commercial lives, I really wonder. <laughs> <laughs> how much uh, <laughs> they understand about these things but i guess that's well um i mean it's it's been wonderful i i did say that we will uh, you know make it 30 to 40 minutes but i've taken a lot more of your time <laughs> no no welcome anytime welcome anytime uh, if we can if we can contribute to to our to to society why not i mean i mean Absolutely. that's that's um, I mean, uh, we only on this earth. We only lent to this earth uh, <laughs> for a few years, and then we never know when we all have to go. So, yeah. uh, just do the right thing and and contribute to whatever you can. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, but thank you for having me on. Thank no, thank you so you much. Know. Thank it's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, I'll definitely love to have you back. Maybe on a different topic, but definitely. Very much. I'm ready back. for that. No problem. Anytime. Well, that was Gerard Walker for you folks. Each of us has a story worth sharing, so I look forward to hearing from you. Until the next one, stay safe and spread the love.